Welcome to the Steve Travelly Show on demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute. In Jersey, 101.5. From the streets of Union City to your nighttime radio, Steve Travelly keeps you in the Jersey know. From 7 till 11, live, local, and live. That's Mike Rocket, and he's a hell of a singer, and he starts off the show every night on New Jersey 101.5. Steve Trevelisse. Happy Tuesday. You deserve it. Hope you had a good day today. Uh, we'll talk about all kinds of things tonight. Uh, we're going to talk about the things you miss in your neighborhood, a national holiday possibility, uh, the beer that goes best with tossed salad and scrambled eggs. It's going to be a good night tonight. What I want to start off talking about and I've got a post about this on NJ1015.com, is uh, the worst thing that could possibly happen to New Jersey since the red light cameras. Uh, they're doing this, they're considering this in New York, the nanny state. This is why people leave New York to come to New Jersey, to regale us with their stories of the city that we could care less about. But the nanny state is contemplating a real big brother move, a bill that would mandate speed limiters on new vehicles set to the local maximum allowable limit. And they're considering this in New York. The system, this is uh, straight out of George Orwell, the system is called Active Intelligence Speed Assistance. And it uses GPS and traffic sign recognition to determine the limit. So basically, uh, starting in January of 2024, should this bill actually go through in New York, now, the idea, you know, you know how Governor Murphy loves to do what they do in New York, right? Uh, the way this works, you buy a car, a new car after January 24th, and they put technology on the car that does not allow it to surpass the speed limit. So let's figure, what's the maximum speed limit in New Jersey, 65? Your car will do no more than 65, no matter what you buy. Get that new vet, 65. Uh, too bad. Should this bill pass, it would affect every vehicle manufactured or registered in the state of New York beginning January 1st, 2024. New York City's already running a trial. They've got 50 vehicles from the city's fleet fitted with this uh, ISA system. Uh, scary, huh? And they've been running it for six months. Mayor Eric Adams of New York, speeding ruins lives. So we must take action to prevent it. And New York City is leading by example by implementing new technology to reduce speeds on city fleet vehicles. Now, along with the speed limiter, the bill is also calling for mandating uh, such safety systems as automatic emergency braking, active lane control, blind spot monitors with pedestrian detection, driver drowsiness detection, and even data event recorder to be mandated by the same date. Now, would you like to see something like this in New Jersey? Hell no. Uh, but call me and tell me how you feel about it. 1-800-283-101.5. I don't need the government controlling my car. And uh, this is what we come to, though. People really believe, government really believes that we're too stupid. They believe there's a study that says they could cut accidents 20% by doing this. I don't believe that. But 
You know, we're too stupid to think for ourselves. We're too stupid to drive for ourselves. So they need to control your car. There are times when you need to excel the speed limit, like passing. You know, different states have different speed limits. If they started this in 2024, it would take years for all cars to be totally limited. It would also hurt the sales of new cars in uh, New York or New Jersey should it come here because people would be hesitant to buy them because they wouldn't want the new technology. Would you? 1-800-283-101.5. You want to kill the new car industry. Mandate speed limiters on all cars after 2024. Dave is in Titton Falls on New Jersey 101.5. Dave, what are you thinking? Hey, I'm thinking, what, what is this going to do for law enforcement? What do you mean? I mean, if the vehicles can't do up to 65 miles an hour... And oh, their vehicles will be able to go more than that, I imagine. They're not going to put the limiters on the cop cars. No, of course they're not going to put them on the cop cars, but there's going to be no need for a speed chase anymore. Well, there are other things that the police do, right? You mean like the speed trap? Well, no, because all the other, you know, not every car will be built in 2024. Yeah, well, anything after 2024... Right. There is going to be no need for me to run from the cops. You won't be able to. <laughs> you won't of be. course not. <laughs> You'll be like That's running on a treadmill. No, my point. Yeah. But my point is, so you so you're just not going to buy a 2024. You're going to buy a 2023. You're going to buy a 2022. You're going to buy a, anything a 91. You're not going to buy a new car. I don't want if the new cars will be mandating the technology. I'm not buying a new car. I don't blame you. Be quite honest with you, I, I would never buy one of those electric cars just because of what they did out in California. You know, they 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 overloaded the power grid to the point where they can't handle this many car charging stations, and they actually told the people, "Stop charging your cars." The move with the electric car, in my opinion, if you're going to go electric car, go hybrid. This way, you got a fallback plan. I, I, I would. Yeah, I, I would do that. Dave, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. In Patterson, we have Joe. What's happening, Joe? Hey, um, yeah, the system is great, but it's got to uh, tell um, all truths. A politicians call, are they lying or telling the truth? So hopefully they can uh, detect that. Oh, you want to call? You want to sell cars with lie? In New Jersey, you want to sell cars with lie detectors? Yeah, I do. I get it. I get it. Now, you know what? What's going on in Patterson? The mayor and the police chief are at odds? Uh, it's, it's unbelievable. It's, it's scary. It's uh, there, scary yeah. there, there's a movie to watch. <laughs> Nicole, the New Jersey 101.5. In Lakewood, we have Phil on New Jersey 101.5. What's up, Phil? Oh, hey, Steve. How are you? Good. You? I'm doing great. I find this the speed limit thing absolutely ridiculous. They even tried it in the 70s with the 55 limit around the nation and then no but that's a mandated speed limit when you're actually messing with the car when you're putting technology on the car that won't let it go beyond 55 or 65 forget it yeah it's like this is worse than the 55 limit law again the 55 limit law was you know you can't drive more than 55 what this is doing it's forcing your, your car won't be able to drive more than 55 or 65 or whatever it is. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5, Phil. This is like, this is scary stuff. Gina's in Marlboro in New Jersey 101.5. Gino! Hey, how's it going? You, what's going on? Hey, you know, 
So my thing is this, and they should make one car, one motor, one price. If that's the case, right? I believe that's how the movie started, right? My thing was the Model T, and they were all black? Yeah. Right? Well, I have one now, and the beauty of it is, like, acceleration faster because I'm going to pass somebody. What's the sound? You know, you're cutting out, man, but I get the message. Yeah, you're going to need it to pass. 1-800-283-101.5. Now, again, New York is actually considering this. But how do you feel about the idea of putting speed limiters on cars in New Jersey, which would not allow them, they'd mess with the motor, not allow, the car wouldn't be able to go past the local speed limit. I'm going to guess, like we're talking like 65, the highest speed limit in New Jersey. Um, your thoughts, 1-800-283-101.5. thinking about adding a pet to your family. My friends at Pet Center in Oldbridge know exactly how to match you with the perfect pet. They have a large selection of quality puppies from USDA licensed and inspected breeders. When you bring home a Pet Center puppy, you get the most comprehensive guarantees in the market, up-to-date vaccines, five generations of pedigree, and a complete homecoming kit. They have a large selection of small animals, reptiles, birds, and tropical fish. Visit them in the shops at Oldbridge on Route 9 or at Pet Center. NJ.com today. Here's New Jersey 101.5 Fast Traffic. Cash Codes Contest is back bigger than ever on New Jersey 101.5 starting Monday. Listen weekdays for your chance to win $30,000. Download our app now and get ready to win $30,000. The New Jersey Cash Codes is back on New Jersey 101.5. So in New York, they're actually considering putting speed limiters on cars. There was a bill that it was presented, uh, bill number S nine five two eight, just to show you this is real by Manhattan State Senator Brad Hoylman. Uh, mandates the use of advanced safety technology in vehicles in the state and requires the Commissioner of Motor Vehicles to promulgate certain rules and regulations. Do you want your car mechanically limited? David is in Monroe on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Hi, David. Hey, how are you? I, it does seem very invasive for the government to be doing that. I know that speed governors are already out there for cars, and you can put them on your kids' cars, things like that. Would but you do that? I, I don't. Uh, no, I, I wouldn't. I haven't. I have kids that have cars, and I haven't. But I don't think. I don't think the state of New Jersey would do it, and I think it's because they would lose too much re- revenue from speeding tickets. I mean, if you put a. You, there's a lot. That's a very good point. You know what? That, that's a very good point that if they did that, how much does the state of New Jersey depend on the money taking it? we got to remember, too, that if they did that, you're talking about it would start on 2024 cars. How many years are we talking before, you know, 20 years, right, before there were no more, you know, 2023s on the market, on the streets? Unless they start mandating it retroactive, because you can get speed governors to put on existing cars. Mm, Yeah, I hope not. I know New York is saying starting in 2024. But, I mean, it's it's just a dangerous move, because there are times when you need to drive fast. And and it's very invasive. Oh, absolutely. It's very Big Brother-esque. They don't care about, as we've seen, right? New York doesn't care about being invasive. 
New Jersey doesn't care about invasive either. I mean, that wouldn't even, that's not a thought that would, they would worry about. It would cross their mind. But thanks to the call to New Jersey 101.5, it does make a lot of sense. 1-800-283-101.5. Joe Shades on Twitter. It's almost like some of these states want people to leave. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't doubt that. Where are you? A uh, very simple question. New York is considering putting speed-limiting technology on vehicles starting in 19, uh, 2024. I'm sorry. How would you feel about this happening in New Jersey? Now, I put the Twitter poll up, figuring that people are going to go nuts. Are you kidding? How could this happen? This could never be. And uh, we've got 66.7% hated, 33 and a third like the idea. I do not know who those people are. And I want to know what you think. 1-800-283-101.5. I've got it on Facebook as well. Sometimes Joe says you have to speed up to avoid an accident. There's another great point. right? I mean, the one major thing is, you know, government should not be messing with your car or telling you you have to mess with your car. Secondly, people buy cars because of how fast they could go. Some people do. right? Some people like to look at that speedometer and see 140 or more. So let's say you go out and you buy a brand new Lamborghini. You're going to have to put a limiter on it? 1-800-283-101.5. Something like this, if it happened in New Jersey, would actually, I think, kill the auto industry. Because who's going to want to buy the new cars? People wouldn't want to buy the new cars just because of the fact that they would come with a limiter. That it would be possible they couldn't go beyond the speed limit. Imagine a left lane. But here's another... Another point to throw out there, though. What happens when, if the day comes, and uh, we're kind of heading that direction, what happens if we go to driverless cars? Are they going to all be set to uh, the speed limit? Are they going to be governed? Can they not go more than 55, 65 miles an hour? 1-800-283-101.5. So how do you feel about this? In New York, this could happen. And think about New York. You just look at what a, you know, how bad New York has become, you know, in the last, I don't know, 10 years, five years. You know, it's, it's like a cesspool up there. It smells of human feces when you walk the streets. There's like, a, there's like an odor to New York now. People come back, oh, I smell New York on you. <laughs> Seriously. one 800 And they do what they do to just keep people miserable. And the latest thing they've come up with is a bill that they believe, because they know more than we do, they know how we should drive our cars, that uh, they want to put mandatory speed limiters on the vehicles past 2024. And along with speed limiters, all kinds of safety technology should be mandated. They're talking about uh, automatic emergency braking, active lane control, blind spot monitors with uh, pedestrian detection, driver drowsiness defection, and even a data event recorder to be mandated by the same date. So would you imagine, how would you feel about something like this happening in New Jersey? Think about how much more expensive cars are going to be if all this stuff were mandated to be in there. But again, I don't think it would matter because I don't think anyone would buy a car in New Jersey, or if this happened here, or New York, going in 2024. They just won't take it. It's hard enough to sell new cars now. Now you're telling people, instead of getting a fast car, forget about like Corvette sales, Camaro sales, Challenger sales, forget it. Who wants to buy, who wants to buy a car that can only do the speed limit? 1-800-283-101.5. And if you take it off, 
well, then you're screwed. You know, because you take it off and you don't have it, you know, then you get cited. Uh, some of what I got on my Facebook here. Uh, what's next? Take our cars away completely. Insurance will be through the roof. Uh, the governor is not putting a governor on my car. <laughs> uh, we got a lot of no ways. We got some F no's. Uh, then uh, Chris says that should be mandatory for any vehicle traveling on the parkway and turnpike. Too many people doing 80 plus. See, I don't think so. Because I think when everybody's doing 80 plus, traffic is flowing. It's the guy that's doing 60 while everybody else is doing 80 plus that's screwing things up. That's why the left lane in New Jersey is so important. Because we know if you're going to drive in the left lane, get the hell out of the way. But 1-800-283-101.5. I got the Twitter poll up. I'll give you the results coming up. Very simple question. Some comments as well. New York is considering mandating speed limiters on cars. How would you feel about New Jersey adopting such a law? Would you be on board or would you leave? They're not doing this and there's no way they would ever do this in Texas. No way they would ever do this in Florida. I'm praying to God, no way they would ever do this in New Jersey. I can see them doing it in Ohio, though. But that's I mean, <laughs> yeah, of course. It was too Pile e- on Ohio, Steve. It was Go too ahead. easy. Yeah, you just right look, looking at you, and it's just <laughs> like, say it. Go ahead, say it. Seven thirty. Now the latest New Jersey weather brought to you by PSENG. PSENG offers discounts, rebates, and services that can save you energy and money at home and at work. Find out how at PSEG.com slash energy efficiency today. All right. 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trebleese. Go back, Jack. Get that limiter off my car. New York is considering mandating speed limiters on cars. How would you feel about New Jersey? Adopting such stupidity. I got a Twitter poll up. Follow me, real Steve Trev. We got 86 votes, 79.1 hate it, 20.9 like it. But more importantly, let's see. I got a post at nj1015.com about it. Check it out. It's all the information is in there. Sharon is in Princeton on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Sharon. Hi. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, great. So, I, I think it's kind of a silly idea, but I understand why they want to do it. But I think maybe if they started enforcing all the motor vehicle violations and um, you don't think they do that revenue, excuse me, you don't think they do. No, I know they don't. I, why do you think there's so many accidents all over? Like, well, there are only so many police. I mean, are you thinking oh. that I mean, it's a difference between not, you know, police letting stuff go and just oh. not having enough manpower to stop it. I mean, you think police are just letting people, you know, no, get into accidents? What are you saying? No, this is what I'm. This is what I'm referring to. I don't mean p- p- police. I mean like a traffic patrol unit specifically to enforce traffic violations. That's just my thought process. But that's what they do, right? Not necessarily. I don't. Not in my. I mean, how there's so there's too many. There's too many violations for for regular police officers to enforce. So when the cops I mean, are letting people you, off, like I'll give you a warning this time, or here's my PBA card, stuff like that. No, I think more so that we need units specifically for traffic violations. I don't know. Maybe the state police have certain jurisdiction over giving tickets. No, they can um, do it. 
Yeah. But so I mean, in my opinion, house. I just don't I don't think that the violations are being enforced enough. And it's not necessarily municipal police or, you know, but but if they had a specific division specifically to enforce traffic violations, that's just my thought. process. No, no, I understand. Your thought. I understand your thought process. I'm just I'm just trying to go along with you, you know, and, uh, you know, understand. I understand what you're saying. I'm just kind of thinking about how would it work? I believe that, you know, that they want the money. There's all they make a lot of money giving out speeding tickets and they do, you know, uh, it's a, a special traffic force would cost money. Would they make that money back? I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Would they make that money back if they were able? Now you got a special people who do nothing else but issue tickets, and would that money generate pay their salaries? It's a good. It's a good question. It's a good possibility. I bet they, I'm sorry. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Let's go to uh, Bella is in Pennsylvania on New Jersey 101.5. What's up, Bella? Bella, you there? The, the problem is Bella. is not speed. Problem is your phone, Bella. Call me back from a better place. We'll put you back on. Let's go to uh, Phil in New Jersey on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Phil, what part of New Jersey are you in? Marlboro. Marlboro. Okay. So tell me, where in Marlboro? I used to live there. Uh, I'd rather not say it on the air. Oh, okay. We're not going to come to your house, Phil. You, know, you don't have to worry about cooking for us or ordering pizza or anything. You know, just a question. All right. So what are you thinking? New York puts this law into effect. That's right. great. 55, they cut off. Now these people come into Jersey, our laws are 65. So they're all going to do what? Ride the right lane or be in the left lane and cause havoc for us? With all luck, and you know, right? People come to New Jersey, the first place they go in the left lane, just to annoy us. Uh, Good. No, I get it. I get it. And this is part of the problem. This is just more government control. Then New York, you know, New York loves government control, right? They wanted to take salt away. They wanted to mandate the, the diet soda, right? They went through that. Uh, this is what they're all about. That's why people leave. Where did you grow up in Marlboro? I'm in New York, Phil. And Brooklyn. See? You understand it. You were, you were part of the migration in the 70s? Yeah, we call it Brooklyn to Staten Italy to New Jersey. There you go. See, when I lived in Marlboro, my house was the only one decorated for Christmas. I understand. I used to live on Ottawa Road. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Let's go to Tom in Flemington on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Tom. Hey, how's it going? I'm good, Tom. How are you? Good. So they really can never mandate this anyway because... It would be just like California emissions, right? It would have to be on every car ever built. From 2024 going forward. Yeah, but it would have to. any car would have to comply, right? So it would have to be a car no. sold in. No, no. It would have to be any car sold in New York, registered in New York, from 2024 going forward. And not, in, not, not just the city, anywhere in New York? The state, yeah, they they don't make laws for the city, right? There's a, a state senator did it it's for the entire state. In other words, if you live in New York, you got to get this technology, all this technology, or your car has to have it. Not just the limiters, well, the safety precautions, the all that other stuff as well. Well, you're right about that. The cost of the car would be astronomical. And then what happens if you drive from New Jersey over to New York? Now you don't have that technology in your car. No. You're not responsible for it. You don't live in New York. They won't ticket you. You'll, you'll still get a speeding ticket, right? If you go over the limit, yeah. all that stuff still happens. 
But they're not going to say, your car doesn't have the limiter, we're writing you a ticket. But I also think they should, you know, worry about things like people staring at their phones while they're driving rather than worry about putting limiters on cars. They've got That's so much to, un- yeah, they got so much to worry about in New York that, you know, th- th- this doesn't even scratch the surface. But it's like instead of solving the problem, this is what they came up with thinking they're going to solve the problem. You know, so now look what we and did. For the, and for the person on Facebook that said we should have people, you know, too many people are doing 80 on the parkway. Right. Tell that person to move the hell over. Exactly. In the words of George Thorogood, move it on over. 1-800-283-101.5. Bell is back. Lisa, Rob, your thoughts. New York is considering mandating speed limiters on cars. How would you feel about New Jersey adopting such a plan? My God. Uh, If you haven't had enough of the summer heat, there's good news. Fall is on the way eventually. And for some people, it's not entirely good news. Colder weather can make those nagging pains that won't go away even worse. So before things get cold, it's time to get better by calling my friends at Trinity Rehab or maybe you're hunched over helping the kids with their homework still have that pain Trinity Rehab will have you back to doing what you want or need to do with no pain call Trinity Rehab at 800-518-0977 or go to trinity-rehab.com be sure to ask about their EPAT therapy it's cutting edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue enhances healings frees you from pain fast in fact most patients see results in three five minute sessions and no prescriptions needed to get started Started. Trinity Rehab has dozens of locations in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, like the newest ones in Flemington, Toms River, and Woodcliffe Lake. So you know there's one near you. For more details, visit trinity-rehab.com. That's trinity-rehab.com. Welcome to Fall. We're brought to you by New Jersey Department of Banking and Insurance. Need health insurance? Through Get Covered New Jersey, you may qualify for affordable health coverage if you've recently had a major event or meet certain income levels. Visit Get Covered and J. Gov. Steve Trevelace asking the musical question. Don't you know New York is considering mandating speed limiters on cars? More reason why we're so happy we are not New York. Uh, how would you feel about New Jersey adopting such a law? Got the Twitter poll up. Got a blog at nj1015.com. 128 votes. 80.5% hate it. 19.5% like it. Uh, Bella was with us before, and now hopefully he got himself a phone that doesn't have a dial on it and is back with us. Hello, Bella. Hey, can you hear me now? Now I can hear you. You, you, you pointed to the left and standing on your left foot. Now I can hear you. <laughs> That's right. Long time listener, first time caller. Welcome. Listen, I, I, I think, thank you. I think the biggest problem that everybody seems to ignore is, is that it's a couple different things. The first one is nobody really teaches anybody how to drive. And they give them a, a license. teaches you how to drive. a simple test. Yeah, that's right. The second problem is it's really not the speed. It's the speed difference. It's when you got somebody going 70 miles an hour, somebody going 45 miles an hour in the left lane, everybody's trying to jog around. That's where the accidents happen. Absolutely. So, and that's but, why they need to pay more attention to people driving too correct. slow in the left lane. Or at least make an understanding. Correct. you got to admit, I think what you really need to do is admit uh, cop to the fact that the left lane is for going faster. And as, as a courtesy, if you want to go slow in the left lane, get out of the left lane and then go back there later when there's nobody there. And But they don't tell you like, that we're all supposed to know that. That's like some kind of a guy code thing. They don't tell you that. Well, and that's the problem. Yeah. 
there's a lot of rules we're supposed to know, but they never really test them. They only test they the gotta tell you. car and, and <laughs> yeah. yeah, put it on, put it in a manual. Yeah, yeah, the other big thing is where do you, where do you think the cost of all this equipment's going to come from? They I know it's going to come from. Who do you think is going to pay for it? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what I mean. Nobody's going to pay for it but us. So. Well, the, us but, meaning uh, not you in Pennsylvania or us in New Jersey, but thanks for the call. Rob in Staten Island could end up paying for it. Rob, what are your thoughts? Hey, how are you? So, Have you put your house up for sale yet? <laughs> Oh, uh, I do most of my driving in Jersey anyway. So, Good. Um, so two thoughts. The speed of your car is tied to the GPS. So if the GPS says the road is 65 or 55, that's how the limiter works. And oh, okay. we all know that that information is not always right. <laughs> mm, oh, great. And so, then um, as far as cars go, I mean, we're all going to pay for it. So let's say New York or California, one of them passes it. Right. If, if I live in Staten Island, so most of the people I know, including myself, we buy our cars in Jersey. Right. So if the Jersey dealerships want to keep our business, they're going to have to sell the cars with that technology. Otherwise, we can't register in New York or buy it in Jersey. They'll make it optional for people in New York. But if you live in Jersey, you won't get the technology. What you're going to have to do is register your car in Jersey so that this way it won't get ticketed in New York. Right, but what happened is the dealerships are going to all stock cars that have to have that technology. So at the end of the day, once one state falls, right. they're all going to fall because the, the technology is going to be sold. You know, the car manufacturer is going to put it in every car because they don't want the dealership to not be able to sell cars to other people in other states. So what you're saying uh, so is gonna, they'll do that so that no matter what state you're in, if you buy it in New Jersey, it just won't work because it's in New Jersey. Right, exactly. And then once one state does it and the car manufacturers do it across the board, then the states are going to go, oh, but look, the technology is already there. Let's just use it. But, you know, if you read Car and Driver or Road and Track, they've been screaming this for the last two or three years, that once one state does it, they're all, they're, the technology has to go into every car. Because otherwise for the all manufacturers... Right. Now, let me, let me, I see what you're saying, but let me take yeah. you back. Let me take you back to a time when uh, people started putting uh, emission controls in cars yeah. and people started taking emission controls off cars once they bought it because they wanted the car to be better. Right? Can you see people buying the car with the technology in Jersey and then removing it? Yes. <laughs> Right. And, yeah, definitely. And you're going to be stuck with it. Rob, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Greg, Lisa, hang out. New York is considering mandating speed limiters on cars. How would you feel about New Jersey adopting such a stupid law? It didn't fire that time. I got to get quicker on the trigger finger. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tuesday night already. 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelis. Asking the musical question. How do you feel about the idea of speed limiters on cars? New York is actually considering it. Mandating speed limiters on cars. I got a post about it. I got a Twitter poll. 182 votes. 81.9% of you hate it. So uh, let me tell you all about it. Uh, here's what's happening. A bill that would mandate speed limiters on new vehicles set to local maximum allowable limits is actually being considered in New York. The system is called the Active Intelligence Speed Assistance. It uses GPS and traffic sign recognition to determine the limit. New York State Senate uh, uh, was introduced. Uh, Manhattan State Senator Brad Hoyleman. Holyman? 
Hoyleman uh, mandates the use of advanced safety technology in vehicles in the state and requires the Commissioner of Motor Vehicles to promulgate certain rules and regulations. Now, along with the speed limiter, the bill is also calling for mandating such active safety systems as automatic emergency braking, active lane control, blind spot monitors with pedestrian detection, of course, uh, driver drowsiness detection, and even a data event recorder to be mandated by the state. They're doing this in some of the vehicles in New York City. Um, your thoughts, Mayor Eric Adams, in a statement, speeding ruins lives. We must take action to prevent it. And New York City is leading by example in implementing new technology to reduce speeds on city fleet vehicles. Uh, let them lead the way. We will follow way behind your thoughts. Lisa's in Trenton on New Jersey 101.5. Thanks for waiting, Lisa. Hi, Steve. I have to say, first, New York has many other major, more major problems than this. And yeah. New York City, how many people are going to actually be able to do 65 on <laughs> on those streets because of traffic? Well, more now since more people are leaving in droves. <laughs> maybe well, yeah, they're, yeah, they're going 65 leaving, yes. Yeah, they. you know what? They may be going 165 to get the hell out of there, but coming in, probably not so fast. True. And then other states, they could be traveling to another state, South Carolina, Pennsylvania, that does have higher speed limits than what? Well, it'll be mandated by the GPS. Yeah, it's going to kill auto sales. People aren't just going to buy their cars with it. And then the first person that gets hurt because they couldn't go faster, for example, say they were trying to outrun a um, domestic incident and they're trying out maybe somebody's running after them with a gun or maybe they're just trying to outrun somebody who's chasing them with a car that was made before 2024 exactly and and that could that's very well gonna happen yeah and and then what happens when oh that person died because oh they couldn't go faster than the other car who was that was made in the 90s or 2000s and whatever part of the reason people buy cars is because they go fast Yes. And you're taking away a major selling point, and I don't think it's really going to make you know much of a, of a difference. And again, you're also going to lose a lot of money in speeding tickets. Lisa, thanks for the call. Greg is in Freehold. It's about time. What are you thinking? <laughs> hey, Steve. Uh, I agree. This is just a preposterous idea, and it shows how progressive Democrats have no limiting principle, Right. Bloomberg wanted to control what you drank and ate, and, and now they want to control how you drive. They want to control what you say, what you watch with canceled Well, culture. you're not smart enough to think of it yourself, right? You're too stupid to know how to drive a car or what to eat. they right. got to do it for you. Right, absolutely. There's And there's no end to how progressive government interferes in our lives. But I hope they do this in New York. I hope they pass it because... It'll finally get everyone's attention in, in the Empire State to get them to vote out the lunatics and vote in some reasonable politicians who know where the boundaries are right there. And maybe the speed limits are the problem. Maybe it's not the, the people driving the cars, because if everybody's breaking the speed limits all the time and the cops are the worst offenders, then it's the law that's the problem, not the people. And it's just more government control. I believe the speed limit, like Declan, Senator Declan Scandal talks about it, you know, there's a comfortable speed limit. If you raise it and people are comfortable driving it, you're not going to have the problem. People aren't going to floor the car to try to go more fast than they can handle. But I think that, like, if... Drive, yeah. 
Good. People will drive at a, at, a, at a speed at which they feel comfortable. And um, the best way to set a speed limit, in my opinion, is to put a camera on every major road for a year and get the average speed that's driven over the course of the year. And then, then you have a speed limit. It's based on real data. All the speed limits we have now are picked out of a hat. Nobody has any data to back up these numbers. They're 25, 30, 35. They're just these round numbers that people pick. Remember when it used to be 55? Well, Sammy Hagar said it best. I can't drive 55. And now cars uh, are Look what happened to Sammy Hagar, right? They drove him right to tequila. Look what that. right now. What are you going to do? No, I get it. Rick, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. All right, I got a Twitter poll up, right? Now, here we got uh, 184 votes, 81.45% hate it, 18.5% like it. Uh, Martin, keep voting for Democrats. Braun, they really want to control every part of our lives. I guess there would be a ton of pushback on this because it's stupidity or par for the course lately. Uh, let's see. Jersey guy, too many laws, way too much regulations for everything in New Jersey. Now, this is not a New Jersey thing. This is something they're considering in New York. The possibility of it coming to New Jersey is uh, there because uh, our governor tends to follow what their governor does. Uh, no needs, no car needs to go 15 miles under the speed limit. I don't know what that means. And uh, Jason, people doing 15 under the limit are more at risk than the guy doing 15 over. How about people learn how to drive? All right, I got that on Twitter, on Facebook. I got a whole bunch of comments, starting with F that. Uh, but how do you feel about it? 1-800-283-101.5. Basically, like I said, you know, they're going to kill. If they're going to start this in 2024, then people are just going to not buy cars after 2024 because they won't be mandated to put the limiters on and all the other safety technology. But where are you? 1-800-283-101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. To achieve top dollar for your home, you need an agent who can create an auction-like effect with buyers competing for your home and driving up the price. Call Rob Dukansky of REMAX First Advantage and get your home sold for thousands of dollars more than you ever imagined. Maria decided to cash in on the higher home values and sell her Berkeley home, and cash in she did. Her home was listed by Rob and his team for $350,000, but after just 20 days on the market, 22 showings, and multiple offers, it sold for $405,000. She pocketed an extra $55,000 over the list price. Rob Degansky has superior marketing to sell your home. Call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home. Call Robert Degansky at 855-350-1015. That's 855-350-1015. Or online at robsellsnj.com. That's robsellsnj.com. Or Google robsellsnj and start packing. It's fast traffic. 25. New Jersey weather brought to you by NJ Diet. Lose that summer vacation weight quickly with NJ Diet. They contractually guarantee that you will shed 20 to 40 plus pounds in only 40 days. Call 855-5-NJ-DIET or go to njdiet.com to lose the weight for good. That's njdiet.com. Steve Trevelis. Hanging out with you on a Tuesday night. Number to get through is 1-800-283-101.5. So uh, the Monmouth County Mosquito Control Division will spray pesticides early Wednesday morning in Eatontown in order to kill mosquitoes carrying the West Nile virus, according to county officials. Now, what, what, what gets me about this, what makes me talk about this, is that, Kyle, you're, you're, you're too young for this. But once upon a time, the uh, county used to send trucks. I knew you were going. I knew. I know you were going. And down the block, uh-huh. and they would they would spray mosquitoes, the sweetest smelling <laughs> smoke that you have 
ever seen. And kids like me would ride their bicycles, chasing the trucks, chasing the trucks, and taking deep breaths into this white mist behind the truck. And we would, spray me, spray me! And we would breathe it in, and it was so cool. And I started working with Uncle Floyd. And Uncle Floyd talks about this in his act, right? And Uncle Floyd, he's, uh, you know, he's lost his hair. He's got a little bit on top. And he says, you know, what could, pos- what could it possibly do to us? And he takes his hat off and he puts his head up. <laughs> he looks like the mayor of Munchkin Land. <laughs> but uh, that's what they're doing. That's what they did in the old days in the, New Jersey. The second I heard mosquitoes and being sprayed. and then You, you know their story. I, because my parents did the same thing. Of course. I've right? heard stories about it all the time. They would ride their bikes to this. And I, I don't understand it because I've never lived through it. But apparently this was the thing to do when you guys were growing up. No, it was DDT. I mean, we had no idea they were trying to kill us. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, but then right? again, when you really think about it, you know, they, our parents tried to kill us for years. They gave us click clacks to play with. You know what click clacks were? Uh, I've heard of them. Yeah. String with two plastic balls. And you would ch- 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 go up and uh-huh. down. They would just click clack. And a lot of times, you know, they would like, you know, a, a piece of plastic would ricochet into someone's <laughs> eye or something like that. You know, they, they, they did not want us around. They were doing everything possible to get rid of us. Different generations, you and you and mine. Yeah, exactly. Growing up. Out and see. You guys you know. had it pretty cool, though. I feel like yeah. you guys did a lot of, uh, like, riding behind a mosquito truck. You didn't know any different, right? It was, it was fun. fun. Yeah, exactly. And you it were outside. Fun. Now you kids, know? I feel like, are inside playing video games. I know when I was, even when I was growing up, I was an outside kid. Right. But I, I loved to ride my bike. And we could buy all the whipped cream we wanted. No problem. You guys can. Yeah. <laughs> you got to have your Sundays yeah, with do no that. whipped cream. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but it was, uh, well, yeah, see, like, you guys have Instagram. When I was a kid, we had Scram. Scram! Get the hell out of here! Don't come back till 5 o'clock, not 5.01. So you were, we were talking about this today. See, I'm bringing up these nostalgia topics. you got a 22-year-old kid here feeling nostalgic. <laughs> Tell me your story. Uh, well, which one do you want to go with here? You want to go about the... Oh, okay. The, the, the warehouse. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because, uh, so there was an article posted on New Jersey 101.5 by Michael Simons um, right. about warehouses popping up more frequently in New Jersey and how they're you know doing something about it. And New Jersey is basically saying that they want... The most logistical routes to leave less of a carbon footprint. Uh, they want to have the best warehouse industry in the nation, whatever. And We're going to be the best where New Jersey, the warehouse state. Yeah, right. And no longer For the all the stuff state. that fell off the truck. We're going to store it in the warehouses. And no problem. So as I was reading this, you know, thinking of stuff that we were going to talk about on the show tonight, it just made me think that I see this in my little town of Chesterfield, which was a right. little garden town, farm, not a whole lot going on. And all of a sudden... There's a couple of warehouses popping up there, and there was a golf course in my town, Old York Country Club, mm-hmm. that ended up closing, and they're building warehouses on it now. And that was something that just riled. It's I'm a very they, they bought a golf club uh-huh. to put a where pave paradise and put up a warehouse. Yep, oh, and man. I'll never forgive them for it because it was such a nice course. It was five minutes from my house. It was a great just activity to go do on whatever mm-hmm. day of the week. Um, I'm not an easy guy to get riled up, but when that happened, I was very upset, and I will be for the rest of my life. I mean, that has so many. You should memories. have taken the golf club, and started hitting the way, started hitting I the warehouse, have. started like put the ball and start hitting, you know, mark the warehouse. You know, and there was just nothing we could do about it. But like I said, that's a place that's got so much nostalgia for me, and it was just ripped away, so they could build warehouses. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, what are some of the things that were in your neighborhood? Or some of the things you remember from the neighborhood, any neighborhood, that's no longer around. 
You know, there were certain things that were centerpieces of the neighborhood. Maybe a statue, maybe uh, a symbol, mm-hmm. maybe a store, maybe, uh, you know, and I know two guys. But, I mean, you know, it's not about, you know, what store do you miss, which you can say. But, I mean, what are some of the fixtures of the neighborhood? When I was living in Union City, there was a sign. I don't even know. I don't think it's still there anymore. But on 20th and Bergen Line, it was a bakery. And this bakery changed hands about 150 times. But there was always a sign of a, you know, it was called a bum then, a hobo. And it was a hobo, big tall sign of a hobo holding a cake in his hand. Like in his one hand and spinning. Yeah. And it was the coolest, I don't think it's there anymore. But there are certain things that like make the neighborhood. 1-800-283-101.5. And when they go, you know, they're really missed. Certain sites along the highway that you used to, you were always used to seeing, and you don't see them anymore. You know, a lot of times, a lot of people felt that way. The hardest thing after 9-11 was looking at the New York skyline and not seeing the Trade Center. But what are some of the things when you look at the Jersey skyline that you no longer see anymore that you miss? 1-800-283-101.5. Kathy's in Lakewood on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Kathy. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. How you doing? Good, good. Listen, before I tell you what I miss, the story about driving behind the truck with the mosquito spray. Right. You left out the best part. 50 kids on bikes. Right. Whizzing in and out of the fog, crashing right. into each other. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was pure white. You couldn't see anything. You couldn't see anything. So you crashed into each other. Now, what I miss is the putt-putt golf courses. Remember putt-putt? They were all over, right? Yeah. No more, no more. You know what? They, I was surprised because I did the pizza crawl in Seaside Heights on uh, Saturday. And I was driving to Ortley Beach. My friend lives in Ortley Beach. Took incredible moonshots, which are going up on engine1015.com tomorrow. But I'm getting the directions. And he says, go, to, go up to Barnacle Bills and make a right. And when I was a kid, I used to go to Ortley Beach on Fifth Avenue. It was a big house. We used to rent it every year. And Barnacle Bills was like a, like a mainstay, a fixture. And I'm surprised that after all these years, Barnacle Bills is still there. I'm surprised. Yeah. And that was, uh, you know Barnacle Bills, right? Right behind Brick Plaza. And it's gone. Yeah. And that was fun. Clean living, cheap, fun. Yeah, uh-huh. and uh, now, like, drive-in movies are gone. Kathy, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. But think about, like, some of the things. Like, what are the things in your neighborhood that you miss, you know, that are not there anymore, that you can even remember? There were certain things that, like, make the neighborhood the neighborhood. After a while, all neighborhoods will start to look the same. You know, you take away a golf course, you put up a warehouse. 1-800-283-101.5. The circus... Uh, I'm 35. Yeah. You go down 35 in Belmont, Circus Side isn't there anymore. It's just a certain thing. You're like, it was a landmark. You got there. Oh, my, I'm officially down the shore. Even, not even necessarily a landmark here for me, but right behind my house for all my time growing up, there was a huge tree farm behind my house. It was just lines of trees that were planted and it looked so pretty in the fall. They took them all out and now it's just barren land there. You know, it's just changing. My uh, father, when he bought the, uh, when we bought the house in Marlboro, they swore to my father, they were, you know, there was a big giant cornfield behind the house, and he wanted the privacy. They swore, you will, oh, that cornfield will always be there. And about two years later, it was like a little Staten Island. Oh, <laughs> we came gosh. at development. 1-800-283-101.5. The landmarks in New Jersey that you're used to, that you grew up with, that are just no longer there. Think about it. 
It could be a statue. It could be a club. It could be a business. It could be, uh, could be a sign. It could be anything. And when you watch the Soprano opening and you see, like, you know, the Lumberjack and all that stuff. Those He's are still the there. Lumberjack's still there. Still there. Yeah. yeah. Those are the things that make New Jersey. Yeah. And, like, when they go away, there's, like, there's a certain void created. Absolutely. I get that. It's 830. Now, the latest New Jersey news. Point five. New Jersey weather brought to you by NJ Department of Banking and Insurance. Need health insurance to get covered New Jersey. You may qualify for affordable health coverage if you've recently had a major event or meet certain income levels. Visit GetCoveredNJ.gov. Steve Trevelis. Pay Paradise. Put up a warehouse. That's what happened in Chesterfield when my producer's golf course is gone because they put up a warehouse because we want to be the warehouse state. What are some of the things in your neighborhood that disappeared that you'd like to see come back? Robert is on the Parkway on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Robert. How you doing, Steve? I'm good, buddy. How are you? Hey, listen, man. First of all, I want to thank you for those Paw Patrol tickets you got me. Ah, my pleasure. What'd you oh, think? Oh, man. It was such an amazing time. I took. I was the one that, remember, you said, would you wear a trench? You said like you, you're going to wear a trench coat. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember, but it was hysterical. Uh-huh. And I was waiting outside the bar to go have a drink, and you gave me the tickets. Well, I'm glad you had a good time, man. That's what's I important. All the time, dude. Thank you. I appreciate it. Somebody finally listens. This is good. Nobody listens to me at home, Robert. That's why I come here to do this. Oh, I do. And honestly, you're awesome. Thank you. But what I wanted to say, do you remember in Union, not Union City, but Union, New right. Jersey? Right. So remember the Union Flea Market? Yeah, the flea markets keep disappearing. Yeah, it's not there anymore. I used to drive with my mom. Uh-huh. And, you know, I had a single mom, so, you know, we didn't go too many places. And I would see the Union Ball, and I knew we were going to the flea market. Oh, that and was a blast. Give us, like, a few bucks, and, you know, we went to the arcade. They had a carousel inside. Uh-huh. Anything from a dog to, like, a, uh, <laughs> anything. They sold swords i mean it was just a great place and the food was good right you go to the you go get something to eat going to a carnival exactly you know what there was a place down in wall township i don't think that's there anymore called peddler's village and when years ago when i first started doing radio i uh, made a deal with them at a dj company and i made a deal with them that they gave me a booth and what i did was i set up turntables in the booth and I actually hired DJs to guys who were on the radio want extra money. And what I would do is I would hire them and they would play music. They actually had speakers piped throughout the flea market. And we would play music throughout the flea market. And they actually got the DJ. I, like It was like, like a little Peddler's Village radio station. And they would charge for the booths to, you know, get their commercials read. Uh, you know, it worked out pretty cool for a while, but yeah, the flea markets, the flea markets are the best and used record stores are always a staple at the flea market. That's, that's real America. Yeah, absolutely. Back to that. It really is. You know, like, I don't know. I I just, I get nostalgia just thinking about it. You know, like I, I, I I can smell, you know, I could, you can smell the food now. You can smell the food. You really can. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Like, you know, those are things. I, and I wish, like like I said, you know, I, you, you gave me tickets to the Paw Patrol. I wish my nephews could experience something like that. Because you don't spend a lot of money. Your parents go shopping. You know, your, the big brother walks around. and No one's going to bother them. And, you know, there's a pet store. I mean, the sky's the limit. If you don't have a lot of money, you still walk around and look. But, you know, you always went and got a dollar hot dog and got yeah. a carousel for like a quarter. 
like those places. We're going to get back to that. We're going to get back to that out of necessity because people just aren't going to be able to afford to live the way they want us to live. Robert, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Andrew is in Flemington. What's up, Andrew? Steve, don't be a stranger. Answer your phone. I'm kidding. Oh, I got it. Listen, now, now, hold on. Mitch Hedberg is not part of your neighborhood, so we don't need any Mitch Hedberg Um, jokes tonight. All right. Um, well, we're on a Tuesday, so I'm giving you a twofer. Oh, a twofer. I got okay. a place that I missed that's not around anymore, plus I got a joke. What do you want to hear first? Well, depends. Let me hear the place that you missed. I wanted to do it the other way. Okay, so Radio Shack, you remember Radio Shack? I do, a Tandy company, whatever the hell that was, but yeah. it's a Tandy company. Tandy. Yeah, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me and my friends, we used to go there by CBs, antennas for CBs. Uh, oh, Breaker Breaker, you had a CB? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were the fun. It was mud. No, I'm kidding. I uh, got a joke, though, you're going to like. I haven't told you this in about six months, and you liked it last time I told you. At least you gave me a pity laugh or something. No, no, no I didn't give you a pity laugh. All right, let me hear the joke. This is actually this is actually from Dana Carvey on the Jimmy Fallon show about five years ago. Okay. They were doing the thing called Wheel of Impressions, right? where it lands on a celebrity and a thing for them to talk about, and it landed on Liam Neeson from the Tanking right? movies, and talked about Whole Foods. So Danny gets on there, oh, this is an express lane, 10 items or less, there are 11 items in your basket. You walk away now, no harm will come to you. Ah, uh, okay, I got it. That was very good. That was very good. See, the only way we could find people watching the Jimmy Fallon show, nobody watches it. So the only way we could hear anything that went on is when you call and tell me about it. So this way people... Another one for you. Another, all right, one more, and that's it, Andrew. This is a big Joe joke. Uh, a big Joe joke. The study, studies have shown right. that women who carry a few extra pounds tend to live a lot longer than the men in their lives that tell them that. Ah, look at this. It's fast traffic. Uh, 1-800-283-101.5. We had Guy Matson in here Thursday night, the uh, the, the pizza tr- the pizza poobah. He of the pizza crawl. Uh, this guy sounds more like Liam Neeson. Uh, so I, I happen to be watching, you know, late night. You ever like some of the movies you find late night? When you did not the Cinemax stuff, which is also good, but I mean, you're going through the cables, right? And you always find these wacky movies at like two or three o'clock in the morning, and like sometimes you find. We should let's see. Throw this out there. Uh, give me a movie that you found that you just couldn't get away from. You know, like so. I, I, it's last, lately, last couple of weeks, I found one Chloe, which was um, Chloe had Liam Neeson in it. Amanda Seyfried, Julianne Moore, and basically uh, Julianne Moore hires, uh, she's not, she's married to Liam Neeson. She's not really sure if he's cheating on her. So she hires Amanda Seyfried, Chloe, to seduce him, to see what he does. And she keeps, she goes back and she reports that, you know, that he came on to her, he bought her lunch, he took her to a hotel, and she keeps paying her to find out what else is going to, you know, what else he's going to do, what else he's going to do. And it turns out he was doing none of this. And she was screwed up. And it was one of those movies that just kept going and going and going. Yeah. I saw that, uh, that was one. And there was another one I saw Sunday night 
with Antonio Bandales and um, uh, Angelina Jolie. You ever see Original Sin? No. Uh, the From what I understand, the sex scene in Original Sin, people actually think they did it. But it was so graphic. But the actual movie is one of those movies. Is like It's again, it's 3 o'clock in the morning. You want to go to bed. Your eyes are closing. Yeah. But your mind won't let you. Your heart won't let you. Richard Jenny does a great thing about Jaws 4, which actually happened to me. Because it was one of those deals where it's like, you know, it came on at 1 o'clock in the morning. It wouldn't go off to like 4. And I couldn't let go of it. And it was so friggin' stupid. That was me back when I was like 15 or 16 with Rocky. It would always be on at like 1 a.m. for whatever reason on whatever channel. And that's mm-hmm. how I got really into Rocky. Because I would always see him and I'd just end up watching the whole thing. Yeah. one 1015 Throw it out there. Give me a movie that you found late night. You're scrolling through the channels. You found... I don't know if this is going to work. Probably won't. But just in case. A stupid movie that you found. That you just couldn't let go of. It's probably usually made between, say, I don't know, 2005 and now. And uh, it's going to be some funky movie that wouldn't be anywhere else. It was, it was actually made to be on the movie channel at 2.35 in the morning on a Tuesday. And you found it, and you couldn't get rid of it. 1-800-283-101.5. Jersey News. Point five, making this the warmest fall of them all. With a $300 gift card to Brock Farms. Listen at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. for the secret code word. Enter it on our New Jersey 101.5 app to win. And fall, get fall ready with a $300 Brock Farms gift card. There's three winners every weekday. Thanks to our sponsor, Brock Farms Home and Garden World, located in Freehold and Colts Neck. Visit Brock farms.com Steve Trevelis 1-800-283-101.5 One thing about 38 Special every time they rented the guitar solo they would fade down the song they must have hated the guitar guy the lead guitarist alright movies that you um, just came across late at night and couldn't turn away from as much as you wanted to your body is saying go to bed what are you doing and you're like i'm gonna see this freaking movie and every time you think you're gonna cut away from it it brings you back in gina's in verona on new jersey 101.5 hi gina hi how are you good how you doing good 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 just driving along oh yeah where you driving i'm driving on the turnpike Totally. One whole side's closed. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. What's your movie, Gina? No good. My movie's My Cousin Vinny. Oh, are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> I'm, I'm absolutely sure. Right. Remember that? The best line in that movie, I think, is when Joe Pesci comes in and he says to her, um, he said, look at the way you're dressed. You stick out like a sore thumb. Uh-huh. And then he goes, oh, you blend. <laughs> Marissa Tomei. Oh, yeah, you blend. I could see it. <laughs> and you know who's in them? Ralph Macchio's in that movie. Yep. And Fred Gwynn, what's a youth? Uh-huh. The two youths. What's a youth? <laughs> yeah. That is one of the funniest movies. That's one of the movies I got. It's on my list. I got to show my kids. You know? My, Definitely. They're 15. Definitely they think they know everything. I got to show my kids. My, you, there's certain movies I got to make that I, you know, that, that I got to show my kids. So they, they see how funny it was when we were growing up. Exactly. I like that. Gina, good stuff. Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. James is in Morristown. How about them Giants, James? 
I said Steve must have slept in some dog poop over the weekend. <laughs> I was lighting candles, saying a rosary. Go ahead. What are we going to do this weekend? You think we're going to win again? They're going to beat the Panthers. Then they're going to go to oh, Dallas no. and win on Monday night. Then they're going to beat the Bears, and they're going to be 4-0. Uh-huh. That's, that's you my dream. they're going to get blown out this weekend. No, they're not going to get blown out this weekend. They're playing at home against Actually Baker played- Mayfield. Barkley played a great game, didn't he? He did. He put that game he on his back. A little more sl- he looks a little bit more slender to me. I don't know if I'm, I'm remembering him correctly. It's been so long since we've seen him play. You yeah, know? exactly. So what's your movie? It's a, it's a Tom Selleck movie. He plays a cowboy who goes from town to town in rodeos, and he picks up this girl, like an 18-year-old girl. He doesn't know how old she is, and they wind up, you know, having like a love of, you know, they start the, the whole movie, they're just falling in love, and I can never remember the name of it. I don't know. You ever, you ever hear of it, anything like that? Tom, would it be, let's see, a list of Tom Selleck westerns. All right, you tell me. Uh, would it be The Shadow Riders? No. Quigley Down Under? No, that was good. I saw that. Ruby, Jean, and Joe? That's it. Yeah. Uh, Tom Selleck plays the part of Joe Wade, while Rebecca Johnson is Ruby Jean, and is made for TV modern-day Western about a rodeo rider and a female hitchhiker, Joe Beth Williams, Ben Johnson, Robert Starr among the cast. Oh, so she's much younger than he is. Yeah, and he winds up, they kind of like fall in love. But then, then it has a crappy ending, I remember. That's a bullet. That's the worst thing. And you stay up all that time. You force yourself to stay awake with one eye open. And then you get the crappy ending. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, that sucks. James, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Jersey Radio. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. And the man who assassinated John Lennon was denied parole yet again. May that go on and on and on. Although, the night that uh, Lennon died, I was on the air on WPST saying, let him out and let me be the one to tell you where. Now, stay in jail. Uh, 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. Headlines and trev lines coming up later. We're talking about the, the movies that you come across late at night. You know, it's been a long day, and for some reason you can't sleep, or maybe you just got in, or whatever, and uh, you just, you know, your eye catches this movie. With me, the last couple of weeks was a movie called Chloe, with Amanda Seyfried and uh, Liam Neeson and um, Julianne Moore, and it was a really weird plot twist where she's paying, uh, Julianne Moore's the wife, she's paying uh, Amanda Seyfried to see if her husband will sleep with her, and uh, Amanda the Chloe uh, conjures up this whole story, which basically almost breaks up the marriage, and it's it's a whole thing, and it's a thriller, and it gets deeper and deeper, and you're like, why am I watching? This is so freaking stupid, but you do. Uh, then there was another one, Original Sin, with uh, Antonio Banderas and uh, Angelina Jolie. Another one that like you start out watching. Those are the late night of the movies where the twists and turns come in. You know, Bob is in Hamilton on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Hi, Bob. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How you doing? You guys. Good, good. I'm a gasser, so I'm always listening to you guys. Oh, cool. I appreciate it. So, like the movie that you found late at night, any type of movie. Baseballs. I mean, it was just on like a week ago. It's so stupid. I laughed so hard. I woke up my wife. It made, it made the Schwartz be with you. You're right. I'm not. A, I don't know any stars. Uh, my wife knows them all. She always tells me them. But uh, the little 
black-haired guy in that movie. Uh, I, I don't know his name. He does the, the Darth Vader uh, character, he is funny. You know what, Mel Brooks. Mel Brooks could never work today because the you know it's, it's way too politically correct for Mel Brooks. But Mel Brooks, yet they're still on. Mel Brooks movies are the funniest movies out there. You you I'm you'll. Surprised you got a fandom. I don't know. Yeah, great. I loved it. I love. you know, it's funny. My kids, uh, like all kids, they're fifteen now, but they go through the Star Wars phase. And when they were kids, I showed them Spaceballs. And, you know, they don't get the adult stuff. They just get the funny. And they never laughed because they were so into Star Wars. They had all the, they were watched all the movies, had all the toys. And now they're watching Made the Schwartz Be With You. And they are laughing their asses off. <laughs> I'll never forget it. Bob. I laughed so hard I woke my wife up. And then a couple minutes later, I heard her giggling. She wasn't even watching it, but she was listening. Uh, you, you cannot. Yeah, you, you can't. Anything Mel Brooks does, you can't stop laughing. Bob, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. What about you? You got one? There was a time, I played this before, but I got to do it again. Uh, I was doing a, we had a mobile DJ business, and I was living in Eatontown, New Jersey. And I was working at WPSD. It was like early 80s. So uh, come home at night. And it's like one, two o'clock in the morning. I forget what time it was. But you know that thing where you're on the couch, you got the bag of potato chips, you got the you know, you got the drink and you're watching the movie. And a movie comes on that is so ridiculously stupid. And you know that you cannot watch this movie. You just got to go to bed. But yet you don't. And for me, that movie was Jaws for the Revenge. I didn't even know there was a Jaws 4. I didn't like Jaws 1, 2, or 3. I'm not a shark guy. I don't care. But this movie, it's one of those deals where you're too tired or lazy to get up off the couch. And it was one of those things. And so, so the funny thing about it was, like, I stayed with it. And I didn't give up. And yet, uh, years later... Uh, I'm a huge Richard Jenny fan. God rest his soul. I got to open for him once. But Richard Jenny's first appearance on The Tonight Show, he talked about having the same experience with the same movie. Check this out. This is a low point in your life. When it's like 4.45, you're watching Jaws for the Revenge. That's the title. Jaws for the Revenge. And you're sitting there going, this shouldn't be the title. The title should be, Here's a Fish, You're Stupid. That's the title. <laughs> <laughs> You ever see a movie, like, so bad that they just slap you in the face with how bad it is? You can't even pretend. You go, you know, maybe this movie isn't that bad. I'm not wasting my life. And they just go, yes, you are. <laughs> are you sure? Absolutely. Look at you. It's four in the morning. You're sitting there with one sweat sock and a burrito watching a shark that only kills one family out of an entire ocean full of perfectly edible people for no reason that we ever explain. And you won't turn it off because you think it's going to get better. This happened. A movie... I'm still in pain from this. A movie so stupid that no matter how stupid, you couldn't be stupid enough to enjoy it. I mean, let's say you have no brain at all. Let's say you're sitting on your bed, here's you, a bucket of popcorn and a spinal cord, that's it. Even your spinal cord doesn't go, hey, 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 hey. I'm not a brain, I don't have thoughts, but what is going on here? The mother of the family, check this out, has three people in her family eaten by the shark in one week. So a genius in her own right, she comes up with a plan. She says, well, shark is obviously after our family. <laughs> Can't put anything over on me. It's only one thing to do. We'll have to leave town. 
And you go and leave town, but wouldn't an apartment building be sufficient protection from the average shark? I mean, even if he's a really ambitious shark, right? Let's say by the time he gets to the apartment building, parks in the guest spot, explains himself to the doorman, come up in the elevator, you would most likely smell fish and run. No, the mother is leaving town altogether. And you sit there. And you're going, but why doesn't the mother just not go in the water? Wouldn't that make more sense? And they go, well, ordinarily, yeah, but this is stupid. You see, in a stupid movie, everyone's stupid. The mother is stupid. The people that made it are stupid. But none of them are as stupid as you, because it is now 5.01, and you still think this is going to get better. So this happened to me. I mean, With this movie. At 5.01. The fish is coming up with plans to kill these people that the CIA couldn't figure out. I've caught fish. They're not that brilliant. They don't even make any noise when you're about to kill them. You ever see a fish come up on a hook one? If they had any brains, they make noise. You wouldn't be able to kill them. They'd be going, ah, ah, ah. You have to go, whoa. Start the boat. I'll get a burger at the dock. Did you see what just took place over there? So now comes a turning point in your life. If you don't turn off the movie now, just do the world a favor, and when the credits roll, get a vasectomy. The mother gets on a plane to get away from the shark, but before she goes, has an affair with Michael Caine. Typical reaction to this kind of tragedy. That's what I would do. <laughs> Most people would say, gee whiz, three people in my family have been eaten by a shark in one week. Jeez, am I horny. Man, I don't know. The bloodshed stopped me. I'm vibrating. Here's a blow-up doll when you need one. Who? I mean, so now, get this. Here's the crescendo. The mother gets on a plane in Long Island, New York, to get away from the shark. Flies to the Bahamas. Are you with me here? An ideal place to avoid a fish. <laughs> surrounded by water. When she gets there, guess what? Not only has the shark discovered that they have travel plans to go to the Bahamas, but to boot, he has beat the jet to the Bahamas. They land, there he is, couple of beers, Ray-Bans, and you're going, but wait a minute, that was a jet. Wouldn't a jet be faster than a shark? And they go, well, ordinarily, but again, this is stupid. You see, in a stupid movie, shark is the fastest transportation available. See, if you're going to London from New York, let's say, right, tear up them Concord tickets, get the next fish out of town. That was Richard Jenny's first appearance on The Tonight Show, and it was hysterical. Here's New Jersey 101.5, fast traffic. Weather brought to you by PSE&G. PSE&G offers discounts, rebates, services that can save you energy and money at home and at work. Find out how at PSE&G.com, PSEG.com, slash energy efficiency today. Steve Trevelisse. Number to get through is 1-800-283-101.5. You go to nj1015.com. You check out my blogs. We got the pictures of the pizza crawl. We got the, uh, the idea of uh, speed limiters in New Jersey, the last thing we want or need. And uh, there's also legislation now going on uh, about the idea of uh, making 9-11 a national holiday. Monmouth County Commissioner Director Anthony Thomas Arnone is calling for an official 9-11 holiday rekindling debate that uh, Eric Scott wrote the article. Uh, probably not going to happen, but how do you feel about it? Arnone said in a news release, 
Uh, I'm calling on the state and federal legislators to make September 11th an official holiday to honor the victims, first responders, and volunteers, all who were affected by the terrorist attacks on uh, September 11th, 2001. New Jersey lost 750 in the attack, and it took a while for them to figure it out. Uh... Do you think something like this could happen now? Kyle, my producer, who's 22, uh, you like this idea. Yeah, I do. I think 9-11 was such a obviously historical day. Now, I get it, right? Tra- holidays aren't typically about tragedy. Right. So I understand that aspect of it. But 9-11 is a day that you can never forget. And my generation barely lived through it. So what happens when we have kids and then our kids have kids? And slowly, people haven't lived through it. Does it well, go in the rearview mirror? I don't know. And I think that it should be something that should be commemorized as a holiday. It's designated as Patriot Day. It's a national day of mourning, but it's not a federal holiday. Are you familiar with uh, D-Day, yeah. June 6th, the Normandy invasion? Yep. Are you familiar with uh, Pearl Harbor Day, December 7th? Yeah. So you remember that, right? Neither of those are national holidays. Yeah, and I... I know in the article, too, talking about 9-11 being a national holiday, it's also asking for 9-11 to be taught in schools as well. Well, I don't, um, but I, I, how could you not, with, with the stuff they want to waste kids' time with teaching in schools, how are you not teaching 9-11 in schools? Are, are, there school, are there schools not teaching 9-11? They should be shut down. I mean, seriously. How, how do you not teach kids about what happened? Yeah, I don't know how much. I remember when I was going through like elementary school and whatnot. You definitely maybe talk about it on that day, but outside of that, nothing else is more. Nothing more is said about it. And then I had mentioned to you earlier today too that I specifically was talking about nine eleven becoming a holiday because obviously maybe it was because it was Sunday and there was football going on. It just didn't feel like nine. Like I don't feel like it was talked about too much. Now maybe I'm looking in the wrong places, which well, could also be a factor. But a couple of things I've uh, I've. I talked to a friend of mine, Don McKee, who uh, wrote for the Philadelphia Inquirer, and he's saying, you know, the emphasis shouldn't be put there, should be put on going forward. Uh, we need to, in his mind, you know, uh, move on. We need to, you know, rebuild. Um, like what I was talking about, uh, there was a period after 9-11 when the whole country came together. And it wasn't about racism. It wasn't about who's vaccinated. It wasn't about this separation that government keeps trying to do to us. Keep them separated. Keep them separated. Everybody came together. You all right? We're just Americans. You know, we all kind of suffered through this together. It was a bonding that went on that needs to go on. But the thing about making it a national holiday, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to get a mattress deal at the nine eleven sale. You know, I don't want the three day weekend, you know, my, so you, you're going to you, you think if you make it a national holiday that that's going to teach kids. Well, kids are not going to the library on Memorial Day to find out why they're off, you know. Yeah, uh, they're not going to the you know Martin Luther King Day. There's a lot of emphasis put on, uh, but they're not no, no kid. No matter what the holiday is. Nobody's running. George Washington. Nobody's, hey, I got to find out about. It. No, I got the day off. And after a while, the morning turns to happiness because they got the day off. And they don't remember why they got the day off. And there'll be tributes and everything on television and all that. But 
Uh, yeah, I'll throw this out there. 1-800-283-101.5. Uh, USA Today reported in 2018 that adding a new federal holiday with paid time off for federal employees could cost taxpayers over $430 million. Growing number of lawmakers have also suggested, says Eric Scott, in recent years that there are already too many federal holidays. And it suggested getting rid of Columbus Day, which I would not do because Columbus Day means a lot to the Italian people. Uh, but one 800 italianamericans americans 1-800-283-101.5. How do you feel about the idea of making September 11th a national holiday? Are you in or are you out? Should we do it or should we not do it? Uh, I, I would say no. I would say no. Uh, Commissioner Director Thomas Arnone, he would like to see it happen. Where are you? 1-800-283-101.5. Tell me, you know, it, you don't celebrate a tragedy. You remember it. You know, we remember the Holocaust. We remember the tragedies of the world. And, you know, you never forget. But I think that if you give somebody a day off, it's not like a day off, of, not like a day of mourning. You know, you're going to get this day off, and on this day off, you're going to go be miserable. You know, we're going to sit, and we're going to be miserable all day long. Or we're going to look at film, we're going to remember, we're going to get upset. It's not like that. Eventually, it'll just be, I got a day off. I got a three-day weekend. Where are you going for the 9-11 weekend? That's not the way you want to remember this. You don't think even just saying it years down the road, right? Say you're off for 9-11. I don't Say it does become a holiday, and then you're right. 50 years down the road. Say it falls on a Monday. Yeah, say 50 years down the road, they're off, right, that Monday or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And you don't think anybody would look into the significance of why they're off? You just think that it would just be like well, a... You're 22. Did you ever look into why you're off for Memorial Day? No. Okay. Did but you, I'm talking about... Did you look at why you were off for Veterans Day? Oh, so when you're 70, I'm going to ask you the same question? <laughs> I'm just hoping that our future generations are more uh, wanting to get more knowledge than I was when I was growing up. I have kids. I know a future generation. It ain't going to happen. <laughs> 1-800-283-101.5. thoughts. Should the September 11th be declared a national holiday? 1-800-283-101.5. It's 9.30. Now the latest news by Maple Leaf Farms in Manalapan. Maple Leaf is having its annual fall fun fest with a corn maze, petting zoo, train rides, and more. Mom's five for ten dollars, hanging basket only five ninety nine. They are wholesale to the public. Visit Maple Leaf Farms in Nalpin, New Jersey. The prices are insane, don't you know? Don't you know that uh, there's a movement to make uh, September eleventh a national holiday? It's a bill being pushed by uh, Monmouth County Commissioner Director Thomas Arnone calling for an official 9-11 holiday. Uh, How do you feel about that? Zach is in Metuchen on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Zach. How's it going? Good. How are you? Everything's good, my friend. What are you thinking? Uh, Yeah. Ultimately, I would say I'm not for it, but I'm definitely open to hearing ways that they would tread that fine line between having a day of remembrance and like what you said, like come on down for the nine 11 sales, you know, that's what's going to turn into that. That's what really exactly. gets me about how tasteless would that be? That, that would be so creepy. Like that, that would be so uncomfortable to me at least. Yeah. Yeah. And, and look at, look at this right now. All right. So imagine the NFL opened their season Sunday on September 11th. 
What do you think would have happened if there would have been a Monday off? What kind of sales do you think would have been going? Brand new TVs open the season on the 9-11 holiday, right? Uh, forget exactly, it. Exactly, exactly. And, like, in and of itself, 9-11, we have these fantastic documentaries on the History Channel. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I used to have a job years ago as an aftercare counselor with kids, and I would see that on 9-11, they were working on these projects about it, and they were like, oh, Mr. Zach, do you know about 9-11? Like, oh, yeah, I was in eighth grade when that happened. And so, like, you know, they're learning about it, which is great, but if if you get the day off, it's a national holiday, it's going to be like, you know, like another, oh, it's a barbecue day. Yeah. It's just a day to hang out, you know? It It tarnishes the memory. Zach, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Rob's on the parkway. Hi, Rob. Hey, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I agree with, a lot with what the guy said before, but the, the whole not being a holiday thing and being in school is better off than not. But my original call was with the, with the concept of Pearl Harbor isn't a national holiday. No. And that was a very similar situation that actually triggered World War II. I, I agreed. And yet we all know about it, right? We all remember it. it you, you know... Uh, no matter how old you are, we didn't live through it, but we know about it. I think you know that, about it. You sat in class that day. The teacher said, "Hey, you guys, know what happened today? Mm-hmm. Years ago." And you said, "No, teacher, what happened?" And they explained it to you, and then you knew about it. One of the things they need to do is step up the history of America. They're very selective with the history they want to teach in schools, and they don't spend enough time teaching September 11th, teaching Pearl Harbor, teaching you know what went on. You know, uh, history's kind of been, it's, it's been downplayed over the years, I think. So I think we'd better off. Think just reaching for a day off or some kind of sticker point. This, 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 this politicians like, Hey, you know what? I haven't done nothing yet this year. Oh, now I'm going to propose a holiday and that's going to be his claim to fame for something that really shouldn't even be an exciting day. Anyway, it should be an assignment. It should be a class sat down and say, Hey, here's what happened guys, because America slipped up and let, you know, there needs to be, uh, you know, there needs to be a course. There needs to be not a day, like weeks of teaching with a test and everything so that every child, you know, knows what happened. Rob, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. How do you feel about this idea? Uh, and it's been brought up before. And usually on September 11th, you know, there's a lot of emotion going on, a lot of people upset. Uh, and, of course, you know, as we just said, Rob just said, you know, some politician wants to make a name for himself. So you get, you know, uh, Monmouth County Commissioner Director Thomas Arnone calling for an official 9-11 holiday. Uh, and I'm not saying that he's just trying to make a name for himself. I'm just saying it's, it's low-hanging fruit if you're a politician whose job it is to try to propose legislation to change things. So the statement is, I am calling on the state and federal legislators to make September 11th an official holiday to honor the victims, the first responders, volunteers, and all who were affected by the terrorist attacks on September 11th, 2001. Well, we honor them. You know, we honor them in memory. We honor them in thought. Um, To take a day off, after a while... It becomes more about the day off. For a lot of people, it becomes more about the day off than why we are actually getting this day off. I think if anything, you know, uh, more vigils should be happening, more remembrances should be happening. Uh, but what do you think? 1-800-283-101.5. We don't take days off to commemorate tragedies. 
Uh, Vince is in Chester on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Vince. Hey, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. So I, I just I had a brief comment. I, uh, I was a first responder in law enforcement and EMS for 30 years of my life. I'm retired now. Right. I was a first responder on that day. And I think uh, before we discuss it being a holiday or not being a holiday, and even before we discuss how they're teaching it in school, I think the whole lesson learned has been lost within the family unit and within our community. In the days and weeks after the event, we were running 12 and a half hour days every day, and you couldn't drive down a street without somebody giving you a thumbs up or waving. Yeah. People seemed kinder, and they held the door open for each other, and uh, it wasn't about, you know, what country I immigrated from. Your politics, your vaccination status, none of that. I was talking about that before. We need to get back to that time. And, you know, that's a feeling. It was just about we all collectively took a punch in the face. And collectively, we rebounded from it. Now, it's not our fault that our leaders, you know, our politicians uh, who make money from keeping us divided, you know, uh, who benefit from keeping us divided, uh, dividing us up. But, yeah, like you said, you know, but again, it needs to be taught in the schools. It needs to be totally explained in schools as opposed to where they are now. We also also need to take the responsibility that the, the best lessons I learned in life were taught around the dinner table from my mother and father. And I think we are responsible for, for letting it fade. I think that people are more worried about what's going on on their smartphone than interacting with each other at the coffee shop, around the dinner table, after a, a religious service, at a you know fraternal organization, whatever. I think that's where we need to start. All right, I Vince. Think we need to stop blaming everybody else and just take it upon ourselves and go from there. And it sucks that we have to, but that's the time that we're in right now. And thank you. Exactly. Thank you for going down there. Vince, thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. Should September 11th be a national holiday? If it's happening in... The Jersey Cash Codes Contest is back bigger than ever on New Jersey 101.5. And starting Monday, you can listen weekdays for your chance to win $30,000. Download our app now and get ready to win $30,000. New Jersey Cash Codes is back on New Jersey 101.5. Steve Trevelis. All right, uh, Monmouth County Commissioner Tom Arnone wants to make... uh, September 11th, a national holiday. Do you think that's a good idea? 1-800-283-101.5. He tweets out, Tonight I join my fellow commissioner, Nick DiRocco, Sheriff Sean Golden, Clerk Christine Harlan, and many others at Belmar's storyline for Belmar's Light Up the Shore event. The light-up ceremony we held in honor of the lives lost and fearless display of heroism and rescue teams and citizens who responded to the tragedy on September 11th, 2001. Uh... Should there be a national holiday? I say no, because you don't celebrate tragedy. You know, it would be really weird to uh, have the day off when it's a day you're supposed to feel bad. It's not a day you're supposed to go out and enjoy the day. And I think that for a lot of kids, that is already happening, would already happen. And as time went by, it would just be happening. 
And plus, you know, and Eric Scott wrote the blog on NJ1015.com. costs a lot of money to give a day off a federal holiday. Taxpayers, it could cost you over $430 million to have a federal holiday off. That's why you don't see a lot of federal holidays. But 1-800-283-101.5. There are so many ways to honor the people. You know, uh, like I said, I wish we could go back to that time after September 11th when uh, we had been gut punched. But we came together and we fell towards each other and we held each other up. And we didn't care about the politics. We didn't care about the vaccination status and all the things that people use today to keep us separated. We just cared about each other. Um, If we could get back to that, it would be great. But a day off to remember, you know, I don't want to buy, I don't want to get a great deal on a mattress because it's September 11th. And that's what it will deteriorate to. Part of that is because... Uh, it's not so much keeping it alive. You know, we, we talked earlier with someone who was there saying how, you know, it should be taught in the home and it should be, you know, we in New Jersey where we lost 750 people probably know somebody either at a distance or next to us who's affected by 9-11. So those are the stories you want to tell at home. Those are the stories that you want to keep bringing up every year, remembering And also in schools, you know, it would be incumbent upon the schools to not just spend the day talking about it, but to spend, you know, a certain period of time. How did this happen? Why did this happen? What can we do to prevent this from ever happening again? What did we learn from it? Have real deep discussions about it. 1-800-283-101.5. And maybe it's from that. You know, maybe it's from that kind of a lesson that would get people to the point that we were at afterwards, where it was like, look, you never know what can happen to us as we go about our daily lives. So the fact is that no matter what, as long as we stick together, everything's going to be okay. And that's what happened afterwards. Everybody came together. Everybody stuck together. And gradually, it never really becomes okay, but it becomes where you can deal with it. 1-800-283-101.5. So uh, if you want, give me a call. And how do you feel about the idea? As, uh, you know, uh, Senator Arnone says, uh, uh, Commissioner Arnone, I'm sorry, about having September 11th a national holiday. Dennis and Judy. What do you like? And when that moon gets a Did you see that moon on Saturday night? Did you see that full moon, that harvest moon, that orange moon on Saturday night? I was at the pizza crawl, and then I went over to my friend Rafi and Lisa's house and hung with Timmy and Kathy and Jane and John, and uh, we're all just hanging out on the patio, uh, just talking, enjoying uh, what New Jersey allows us now to enjoy, and looking out over the ocean. And every, the conversation just stopped as everybody saw the moon and whipped out cell phones 
and I got a bunch of pictures that Rafi sent me, and I'm going to put it up on NJ1015.com. These are, like, suitable for framing. They're beautiful. Uh, you got to check them out. That's coming later this week at NJ1015.com. Today on NJ1015.com, we've got, I've updated the uh, cheap gas I went station to station around the state trying to find the cheapest gas prices. In some places, they run to uh, $3 a gallon. How about that? So it's on NJ1015.com, Steve Trevely's page, and also the the proposal in New York City to put speed limiters on cars. And I got that story. Something else out of New York City that was sent to me by my friend Big J. Uh, They're working in New York City on banning guinea pigs as pets. Because the number of guinea pigs exploded during the pandemic, and uh, they all dumped them at the pet center after the pandemic. Uh, city's pet shelter has been overrun with the rodents. Uh, when your pet is called a rodent, should he really be your pet? You know, one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Some 600 guinea pigs have been brought to the city-funded animal shelter so far this year. Just 282 were brought through in the same period in 2019. But regardless of that, I mean, you know, the, 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 New York, New York overrun by rodents. Like, this is, this is a surprise to you, right? Jersey, we don't get overrun by rodents. But I never understood. If anybody has a guinea pig as a pet, or an, a, a, other than a dog or a cat, Tell me what your pet is and tell me how you can show affection or to, to an animal or fish or bird that is incapable of showing affection back to you. I never got that. I'm not putting you down. I'm saying, God bless you. You want to love a snake? Love a snake. Uh, but 1-800-283-101.5. What, if you have a, a pet that's not a dog or a cat, what pet do you have? And have you ever, you know, do you feel like the pet is showing you affection or giving you back the affection that you give it? I was at Pet Center, you know, and they, they, they let me play with, um, it was an orange, I forget what it was. Really cute animal. And, you know, I'm petting it, and it's crawling around me and stuff. We got the pictures at NJ1015.com. But it isn't like that pet is going to respond to me. It just happens to be it's cute that I got to play with it. I know uh, my, my cousin had a boa constrictor. A boa constrictor is a pet. And uh, imagine the fun began when uh, the boa constrictor got lost, and they're trying to find it. And a six-foot boa constrictor was actually hiding behind the, re- the refrigerator in the apartment. But 1-800-283-101.5. If you, what kind, if you have a pet other than a dog or a cat, what kind of pet do you have? And do you sense any kind of affection coming from the pet? And if not, what is the plus side of having that pet? Are guinea pigs capable of, you know, do they show you the same kind of affection, say a dog or a cat would? I don't know. I've never had one. You know, the hamster goes in the cage, and it's really cute that the hamster could spin around the cage. But, you know, what does that do for you? Like, when you go in, does does the lizard come running up to you? (laughs) Hey, really good to see you. You walk in, the dog is overjoyed that you're there. Dog will love you unconditionally. 
dog don't care what kind of a schmoo you are. He will love you unconditionally. The cat, maybe not. But the cat's smart enough to know that they got to show you a little something-something just so they can eat. But the lizard or the fish? I never got people who like fish. I mean, what does the fish know? The fish is swimming around, right? So the water happens to be in your house. But isn't like, you know, if anything happens to you, the fish is going to miss you. You ever see, like, the dog, right? The dog will go sleep. I mean, the, the, the soldier's grave, and the dog goes and sleeps by the soldier's grave at the funeral. It's touching. I saw it on television. That's one thing. The, 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 the lizard ain't going to do that. Does anyone, like, when, if you have a snake, give me a call. 1-800-283-101.5. Are those, like, are reptiles, are they capable of showing you affection? Do you, is that, I don't know, I'm, I'm seriously asking because I don't know. Do you feel that this is happening? That you've got a connection with your pet? I've, I can't imagine it. Do, do you, what, 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 you've got dogs. I got two dogs, and I got a very good uh, connection with them. But in terms of, like, exotic animals, not exotic, but, like, a fish or a hamster, I never really understood I never that. got it either. You it's just like, kind of stare at it. You could have any pet in the world, right? There, there, there are shelters all over the place. You could have anything you want. And people would choose, I want the guinea pig. And now, right, in New York, they chose the guinea pig, and then they chose to get rid of the guinea pig. And now New York is overrun by, as, as if they don't have enough rats. <laughs> now they got guinea pigs to deal with. Yeah, I don't get that one. It can go run on a wheel. Yeah. Outside of that, I don't get it. I have no idea. But if you do, I would love to hear. Please tell me about your pet and tell me why you chose that pet. And again, no judgment. No judgment at all. I just want to understand. I want to understand, like, if I were to buy a pet, I'd go dog. I'm a dog guy. My sons, you know, they wanted a dog. They got a dog. Uh... I don't know, I mean, if they wanted a snake or whatever, but 1-800, that probably wouldn't happen, 1-800-283-101.5. Tell me about your unconventional pet and why you chose that pet or what the story is. And does that pet show you any kind of affection? Abby's in Warren. Abby, tell me about your pet. Hi, how are you today? I'm good, Abby. How you doing? Good. Thank you for taking my call. So I am an animal lover. Right. I have currently three dogs. I love cats. Right. And I've had a guinea pig and a turtle. And every animal gives you love differently. A guinea pig will chirp and get to the gate and can't and sings and like shows you affection. They lick you. Oh really? Finger. Oh my god! A guinea pig. I was devastated when I lost my guinea pig. I could literally the minute I walked in the house, he was chirping and singing, and I'm like. And couldn't wait for me to get to the gate. Oh, I didn't know that. They're amazing. Uh, What about the turtle? The turtles are very soothing. I had a semi-aquatic turtle, and she was very soothing. I remember when I was single, it was my first pet, and it was beautiful. She went from a little, you know, tiny two-inch to a foot. I changed the the tank as she was growing, Uh lived a long time. And it's just a very soothing animal, but they also have a body language. They do? They don't like, well... Yeah, oh, absolutely. I could tell when my turtle did not like somebody. She would not come out of her shell. You're kidding. That person left. I'm not kidding at all. Uh, turtles have personalities, and they're interesting animals. They're exotic animals. They're expensive to have also because you have to emulate their natural habitat and buy them calcium and, you know, guppies and everything if you want them to be healthy. How about that? You know, like down the shore, 
Like, uh, you know, I live, my, I have a beach house right across from the ocean. And a lot of times, you know, for some reason, I don't know why, but well, our house is between the bay and the ocean. So the turtles will leave the bay and walk toward the ocean. And there, there are roads. <laughs> And, you know, many times, you know, you see, like, kids running out trying to stop traffic to pick up the turtle because they try to make their way across the street to get on to the beach. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they, and, and you, it's funny because you watch them as they leave and they go right across and they'll go on the beach and they'll navigate through the reeds and everything going up the dune, down the dune, toward the water. Absolutely. See, you're studying them. See, that's how you learn their personality. But you would figure, like, why wouldn't you just stay in the bay? I mean, what would make you want to take this, you know, this life-threatening journey? Not, not the brightest animal, right? Abby, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Karen, hold on. I'm going to give you more time. Here's fast traffic. 101.5 is making this the warmest fall of them all with a $300 gift card to Brock Farms. Listen at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. for the secret code word. Enter it on our New Jersey 101.5 app to win and get fall ready with a $300 Brock Farms gift card. And there's three winners every weekday thanks to our sponsor, Brock Farms Home and Garden World, located in Freehold and Colts Neck. Visit brockfarms.com. Steve Trevelis. 1-800-283-101.5. New York is so overrun with guinea pigs that they are now outlawing, they're considering outlawing the sale of guinea pigs. So uh, little kids in New York cannot have a guinea pig. I want to know, give me some of the pets that you have. Unconventional pets. Non-dog or cat. How does it work? How do you show them affection? How do they show you affection? Karen's in Point Pleasant on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Karen. Hi, how are you tonight? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. I probably have, like, the most unconventional pets you can ever imagine. What do you I got? have chicken. I have a bearded dragon. I have hamsters. I have guinea pigs. I have rabbits. I have chichillas. And I have birds. And I have dogs. All right, now, wait a minute. I understand chickens are really, they really, chickens really do have a personality. Oh, my gosh. Amazing personality. Tell me about amazing. it. Amazing. Well, our chicken is literally trained. Uh, she comes in at night, and she spends keeps dinner with our dogs. She will eat chicken and mashed potatoes. The and chicken beans. eats chicken? The chicken eats chicken. The chicken? Wait a minute. The chicken eats chicken? She loves her chicken cutlets. Yes. Get out! Yes. What kind yes. of a chicken, what kind of a cannibalistic chicken do you have? I don't know. She loves chicken and she loves her dog food and she's so spoiled. And- the chicken eats dog food? Yes. Don't they have like a Purina chicken chow or something like that? Would that be chicken chow mein? I don't know. <laughs> Nope, she eats the dog food exactly with the same thing the dogs eat. She eats right next to the dogs. Right. She, she'll sleep next to the dogs. She'll come up, cuddle next to you. She'll, like... So the chicken shows dogs. you affection? Big time, big time. Really? The guinea, the guinea pigs do. They're all litter trained. Our rabbits do. Our bearded dragon does. Our no, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, I can see the rabbit shows you affection. Like, how does the rabbit show you affection? Oh, they'll just cuddle. Like, they, they're all litter trained, so they go out, you know, they stay in the house. So at night when we let them free, 
they will go and they'll just hop up on the couch and they'll lay next to you and they'll just cuddle next to you and just want pets. Really? Now, what about yeah. now? What about the bearded dragon? How does a bearded dragon? That, that's a that's a reptile. How does a, a bearded yeah. dragon show you affection? Oh, just lays right next to you on your neck. She'll just sleep right next to you, right on your neck, and she won't poop on you or anything. She goes right into her uh, cage and she'll do her business and everything in her cage. Yep. Really? And and they all get along with each other. They all, like, they all get along with the dogs, get along with all of them and everything, yes. So, yes. all told, how many pets do you have? Um, I have seven rabbits. I have four guinea pigs. I have three hamsters. I have a chinchilla. A chinchilla? Two, yes. I have two rabbits, I mean, two uh, parakeets. Right. I have the bearded dragon, and I have three dogs. What kind of dogs? And and none of these animals go for any of the other animals. Nobody looks at another animal and sees chicken dinner. No, no winner, winner, chicken dinner. They're going on there. No, no. They were all raised together since they were babies. And the most important is even my guinea pigs. You just have to when they're little. You just have to show affection to them when they're babies. Right. And they will show affection back to them, back to you. That's the most important. A lot of people just think putting them in the cage is solving it. No, they'll show you affection. That's any animal. Except I, I don't like snakes or, you know, like those are kind of hard to okay. show that affection. But um, all the other animals, as long as you have them when they're babies, if you just show them the love, they will show the love right back to you. And they just cuddle next to you they're like cuddle bugs uh, what about so, now now are you do you have a boyfriend are you married or is there is there a human in the house oh yes i have children i'm you married. children how many children do you have i have three girls how old 11 12 and 13 my god and you have a husband how big you must have a house the size of a hotel but they're all litter trained, so we go into the litter box. They're like right. a cat. They go into the litter box. You clean their litter box. You uh -huh. clean them from the beginning. Are we talking about the family now or the pets? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish I could keep the family trained that way. That would be nice. Wouldn't it be great if you could just put them all in a box? And, okay, <laughs> do your business and come out and lay next to me on the couch, and everything will be fine. <laughs> That would be wonderful. That would be fantastic. But what happens is a lot of people just think, okay, I have this animal, even with dogs, too, even with cats. Mm -hmm. I have it. And, you know, you have to show them affectionate when they're babies, well, you know, and that's the most important. And then they just learn to look for you, and they just love you, and they just snuggle with you. you and are, that's something that you yeah, have to do. They are very, very lucky, Karen, and thanks for the call. They got you showing them affection. How about that? Did you did you hear that menagerie she's got there? No, I came in at she the end. Uh, I don't know, like, uh, uh, three dogs, three girls, a husband, seven <laughs> hamsters, <laughs> rabbits, a chinchilla. It's like the animal kingdom. Uh, it's like yeah, you got to get a tour at a house. <laughs> I mean, do you ever have a, a non dog or cat pet? Growing up, I had a turtle um, when I was a young kid, mm -hmm. and I also had a parakeet. 
Now, did you have a turtle like like Cuff and Link, like Rocky's turtle? <laughs> Little bitty turtles? I'll, I'll say this. Both did not last long. No. No. About, you know, I, I had a, I had a what, was, what do they call those down the shore? The horseshoe crab? Not the horseshoe crab. Oh, um, hermit crab. Oh, the hermit crab. The hermit yeah, crab, yeah. right? They don't even last. By the time you get them back from the boardwalk, forget that. 1030. Now, the latest New Jersey news from NJ1015. Brought to you by Master Attic. Hearing noises in your attic or smell something coming up from your crawl space, you need Master Attic. They do it all. Seal off road and entry points, remediate any damaged insulation, and install new insulation. Go to masterattic.com or call them at 800-285-4009. Steve Trevelisse. All right, go to nj1015.com and check out. What do we got today? We got the updated gas prices. Updated right. gas prices and speed limiters. We got the speed limiters, and uh, we got the pizza crawl pictures. Pizza crawl? And uh, we got the Giants. I was just going right. to say, yeah. our Nothing boys. So they won? Our boys. All right. And uh, more to come this week. We, this week, we'll talk about the Jersey Devil Pizza, tell you where to get the best cheeseburgers. Uh, what else? Uh, the, the moon pictures are going mm-hmm. up tomorrow. I sent you Got all those? Okay. Yep. Looking good. And uh, now, where could we possibly go from here? I know. I've got news for you. Excellent news. Now it's time for headlines and trev lines. I read the news today. Oh boy. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. There's Steve comments on the headlines of New Jersey. Brace yourself, folks. For mind-blowing news. As only Steve can. What's going on? A good question. What is, what is ever going on? We don't know. I can tell you what wasn't going on yesterday, and that was headlines and treadlines we missed tonight because Nene Grace was in the studio. Well, I, we were going to do headlines and treadlines with the dead people, but you know. <laughs> so anyway, I just wanted to make this note. Uh, Joe, I'm going to try and pronounce his last name right, Pantoliano? Joe Pantoliano. I know you would know. Yeah, Joey uh, Pants. Of course. He yeah, was Ralph Zaffaretto. from uh, Ralph Zaffaretto. So, he was the doc in Eddie and the Cruises. He was in La Bamba. Uh, he was the agent in La Bamba. So he was born on this day in New Jersey yesterday. I had seen was it. I had it already. Yeah, September oh. 12th, uh, 1951 in Hoboken, New Jersey. And it just made me think that uh, he's like my least favorite character on The Sopranos was Ralph Cifaretto. Well, so I had to throw douche, that in there. Right? He was, well, yeah, he, he was, was a total. The, 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 the pregnant girl episode. With, oh, uh, it was awful. Oh, my God. Awful. That was like the hardest one of all The Sopranos to watch. Bad. Yeah. I mean, and he was, I mean, I didn't like Janice either, but he was awful to Janice when they were together. He was a weirdo. I was very happy with the way things were resolved. With he Ross was one of those out. guys that you're just so happy when he died. Yeah. You didn't care how he died and the way that it didn't matter. And he just kind of knew he was going to he at some point. Not right? He was not going to make it. Him and Tony were never on good terms. He was always on the way. And the, and the toupee. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which funny. is funny that you say that because, A, I'm looking at the picture of him that they have on Wikipedia and he's obviously bald. In the picture, and it just made me think, you know, I'm so used to him as Ralphie. He's got the hair, but when they're, you know, taking care of his body at the end, they have to take the toupee off. And Christopher's like, well, he didn't, I didn't know he was bald. <sighs> they had, well, you know what? He's one of those guys. He was in every 80s movie. He was in The Fugitive. Was he really? Yeah. He was in The Fugitive. So he's bigger I think than he I was, He was also in, uh, in The Fugitive, he was Tommy Lee Jones' assistant. Now I'm a fan of the of the the, 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 the original Fugitive, David, yeah. J- David Jensen, Barry Morse. But then my favorite movie ever, Harrison Ford's Fugitive, because that had everything. It had comedy, it had drama, it had the whole story, had the Fugitive. Uh, but he played uh, Lieutenant Sam Gerard, 
And then I think he was in, what was the one they brought back? The, the, the sequel to The Fugitive that was done without The Fugitive. Um, U.S. Marshals, I think it was. And Tommy Lee Jones, again. Get, Tommy Lee was so good, he got a sequel out of The Fugitive. <laughs> the Fugitive didn't get a sequel. <laughs> but the lead character, and, that, and the guy, it's kind of like, it was, that was like the Cobra Kai of movies. You know, Mr. Yeah. Miyagi didn't get in the sequel, but everybody else got it. <laughs> Well, I wanted to bring up, like I said, uh, him because he's born in New Jersey. And there's two articles that I really wanted to hammer home about New Jersey when we did this segment. And one, I know it's been talked at nauseum on this station about, you know, the reusable bags in grocery stores, whatever. Well, now NJ is weighing, bringing back paper bags as unwanted reusable bags pile up. Who didn't see this coming? I think the reusable bag thing is so stupid. I go to Wawa. I can't get a plastic or paper uh, plastic bag. For my groceries anymore. If I want to get, I so I specifically go to Wawa now and get less than I would used to get because I'm not buying the stupid reusable bag. It taught us how to juggle. It really did. Yeah. Honestly, you have to. Well, the whole idea we're trying to save the birds, so instead we're killing the trees. Right. That made sense. Like I, uh, it's so dumb well, to me. Yeah. I mean, I hate it. I hate it. But what's happening now? People are stealing the little baskets that yeah. they the way, right? And then the carts. How many times you go in the carts? And now what I end up doing? I got bags in my trunk, so I end up taking my shopping cart over, bagging my stuff outside my car. It's like, <laughs> yeah. It's just you know, it's one of those stupid things. What good is it doing? What's the positive here? They haven't come out with a statistic. You know, since we started the bags, we have saved. Yeah. We have no idea what we did. Well, clearly it's not doing much because they're already talking about alternate options now because of the fact that reusable bags are just stupid and they're just not worth it. Like, you have to pay for the bags as well. I mean, it's just... If I were the store, I'd pay for the bag. If I tell you, you come to me and you get a free bag, it's costing me a quarter. But you... Think you're getting there? It's like this. It's the same idea as you know what? The gas down the block is four ten, but the gas six miles away is three ninety. Yeah, right. What's the difference? Exactly. You're gonna run. I gotta get the gas. I gotta get the three ninety. Yeah, sir. Absolutely. Right. So there's one other New Jersey store, but I want to get wait that a minute out to before the... you get that. Let's go. See, you're gonna even learning how to tease the break. This exactly. is good. All right, this <laughs> Kyle, he's coming on strong. All Jersey five weather brought to you by New Jersey Department of Banking and Insurance. Need health insurance? Through Get Covered New Jersey, you may qualify for affordable health coverage if you've recently had a major life event or meet certain income levels. Visit getcovered.nj.gov. Steve Trevelis, 1-800-283-101.5. The uh, Dennis and Judy Rewind is coming up. It'll actually be Dennis and Judy this time, which is always good. Kyle Vorsini, my producer, is here with more news. What's going on? I'm here and I'm angry, Trevor. You're angry. on NJ.com, there was an article posted during our show, actually. It says, NJ Town to enforce 10 o'clock curfew for kids under 18 with a zero-tolerance policy. Now, this town... Really? This town is Phillipsburg, which is up in Warren County, um, and it says, without getting into specifics, specifics, police in a news release cited recent law enforcement incidents involving children under the age of 18. Under the town code, no one under age 18 may be out in public between 10 p.m. and 6 a.m. unless accompanied by his or her parent, guardian, or other person having legal care or custody of such child or by a responsible person of good repute over 18. 
Now, why does this bother me, you ask? Why does this bother you, Kyle? Because when I was that age, and I was thinking about this the other day, right? Earlier, we were talking about things you're nostalgic about. And when I was probably 15, 16 years old, sophomore in high school. You used to like to run around at night with nobody? My, well, not nobody, nobody over the age of 18. Yeah, my friends and I would always... It's so weird because we always would say, our, I don't know how our parents believe us, but we would just walk around our friend's neighborhood. We would walk. We would stay outside. I did that. You know, yeah, talk, whatever, that. you know? Like, now these kids in Phillipsburg aren't allowed to do this, apparently, because Why? you're not what over happened? 18. It just says that there was uh, recent incidents involving children under the age of 18 where they were getting into stuff with the law. But then the article just goes on describing, you know, what the rules are going to be of it. What are the rules? That like well, I just mentioned to uh, to you, you gotta, have, you gotta have an adult. Basically, you gotta have an adult with you. Yeah, which well, just find a kid who's an adult, get an eighteen year old and hang out with him. Okay, what if you don't have that though? Like, what if you're just fifteen? You gotta go, you gotta go to the next town. And <laughs> I, I, you know what? I, I, like I said, when I was when I was a kid, you know. Uh, but you know what? The, the relationship we had with the cops when I was a kid was different, uh, or the relationship we had in the neighborhood was different. But yeah, you know, you go out at night. I used to get you get a curfew, which kept you know my curfew was I think eleven o'clock. But that's with your parents' curfew. No, it was, yeah. Well, it was right? like I, I, yeah, I would have to be home at eleven o'clock. Yeah. At night. Uh, and it was, it's funny, my sons are 15, they come home at 11 o'clock at night, or they, well, you know what, we live in a small town. Yeah. So, everybody in town knows everybody else in the town. So, if they're out, you're playing manhunt outside, you know, outside on our block, uh, there were, or they're at one of their friend's houses who live on the block, so it's not like, you know, they're, they're taking off, and we don't yeah. know where they are. Uh, they're not driving. But, yeah, I mean... I, it's say it's a shame that like all the kids have to get punished for the you know because of the the you know the the few that got yeah. in trouble and it's punishable of a fine of up to a thousand dollars on community How service. Many kids wreaking havoc. I don't in Phillipsburg and you you pay a police force to keep the city clean. So what the hell are you forcing the kids to stay inside for? And look, I'm not an expert in Phillipsburg. I have a good friend who lives there, and I've been to his house plenty of times. It's not like some town where you would think bad things are going. I mean, look, they know better than I do, obviously, but I'm just, I don't Suburban picture town. Yeah, exactly. You know. And if you want to walk around, it's a beautiful town. There's a mountains Meanwhile, up around that area. you can walk around Camden with no problem. I you can walk around Newark with no problem. Asbury Park with no problem. But in Phillipsburg, you got a lot. See, Katie barred the door. I wasn't going to take it that way, but I was thinking the same thing. I was like, shouldn't this be something that's implemented in a city like Camden or Trenton? Not well, it shouldn't be implemented anywhere. Yeah. You know, you have a police force. So uh, if the kids break the law, then they break the law, and you got to enforce that. And just as soon as I saw that, it's immediately what I thought of, because my friends and I were hanging out this weekend, and we were just talking about that. The things that we used to do were now in this town. You're not able to do it. Well, what time is, is, what time is it enforced from? Uh, 10 a.m. to 6, 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. So you got to be home at 10 o'clock. Essentially, So you yes. still have nighttime. You so do. you're talking about an hour. Yeah. Midnight. Like what, what, time, what time do most 17-year-olds have to be in? Well, see, my other thing was going to be this. You said 17-year-olds, right? You're old enough to drive at 17. Right. So you can't be out. Of, you you got to be home by 10 o'clock. works. Right? Now, I think, if I remember correctly, and your sons will be getting their licenses in a year and a half, two years, so you'll... Thank you for reminding me of that. I almost <laughs> forgot. Yes. So you'll know better than me. Um, 
I think there is a rule on your license. As soon as you turn seven, you're not allowed to drive between specific hours anyway. And oh, it really? Might, and it might be either 10 or 11 p.m. is the cutoff. I drove Now, I hours. did it. Yeah, I, but I never had that problem when I was a kid. I know. it's Because I think when you're 17, you get your probationary license. So it's not oh, like... Really? And then when you turn 18, you get your real one. Mm-hmm. I and know there is there is a rule. Oh, okay. Um, now, so, look. So, then, so you're talking about 17, and they got to be in at 11 o'clock, 10 o'clock at night? Yeah. I don't like it. Compromise, make it 11. (laughs) I mean, really. You know, I don't know. I'm I'm that worried about it. If you you could be out till 10 o'clock at night, whatever you're going to do after 11 o'clock at night, you can do after 10 o'clock at night. Right? I tell you what. Let's, uh, John, we're going to have to do this tomorrow because it is time for us to get it the heck out of here. New Jersey one. This has been the Steve Travelly Show on demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.